We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. WTIC. We are waiting for Mike Teleska, supposed to be calling in to discuss what's going on with his independent party and the nomination there for, uh, well, the, the you know, that the Bob Stefanowski was competing for, but was not awarded at the events on Tuesday night. It looks like that's going the way of a lawsuit, and uh, we wanted to get his ideas, and he said he'd be here. So I assume he will be, but let's get our rants going, because we've, we've been backed up the last couple of days with all the news stories, and we've got a ton of great rants, so I want to play them for you. Hey, Todd, what that developer guy's not telling you is these zoning law rules were set up 100 years ago before anybody had any idea where people were going to be living and how nice the parks are going to be and all this baseball stuff. That is the real problem with Connecticut. You have an industrial in the middle of a residential. Oh, and by the way, in Rocky Hill, they already have an industrial place, and it's half empty. Go over there where everybody's used to your trucks. Goodbye. Yeah, what is that all about, that that Cromwell is so popular for these huge mega warehouses and Rocky Hill can't fill theirs? That's what people have been saying. Hello, my name is Vonsoir. I called to talk to this dad. I heard you do not like the French cuisine. No, I love French food. It's uh, it's right up there with some of the most mediocre cuisines in the world. You do not understand the French cuisine has a uh, certain je je ne sais quoi. quoi. I spit on you American food. Well, me too. Chewy. Hmm. And if you do not like this, well, then I surrender. <laughs> Oh, that was fun. Frank from Middletown, you almost disgust me. Almost disgust me. Now, listen, I want you to listen to this rant, because Frank's a big fan of the show, regular caller. And what he does with his um, anger, like, we had a great conversation yesterday. Sometimes the show just goes really well, and it vividly portrays how bad government is, how evil it is, and how out of control it is as a destructive force in our culture. And yesterday was one of those days, and I, and I think what happened here 
is that Frank got so pumped up that he needed to go somewhere with the anger, and, and he goes to me. It's my fault when he gets angry. The thing that it's, it's not that I got him too pumped up. It's that it's my fault because I should cure the problem that I'm describing. Listen. Frank from Middletown, you almost disgust me, almost disgust me, that you bring up all these issues, but you never bring up how to change them. There is an electoral process. People need to know who they're sending to their thing. I can't believe you just perpetuate a hemorrhoid. You just make a hemorrhoid a cancer rather than figure out that don't sit on cement anymore. Do something. Don't just bloviate and make your own money. And you can do this stuff. Well, that's what I'm doing. It seems to me the prerequisite for action happening, the prerequisite for change, is that regular people have to be able to see the obvious. And it took, it's taken me a long time. I continue the search to understand exactly why government wants to destroy the country, why they have destroyed it the extent they have, and why they want to continue the destruction. Why are they doing that? Average people hear that statement that I just made, and they think, oh, these crazy people talk about government being bad. Government's not bad. And if the average person reacts to the obvious truth of government being the most dangerous force on the planet, which, by the way, is the thesis upon which the whole Constitution of America was built. That's why the country worked out so well. They realized that government was the most destructive force the planet had seen, humanity had seen, and they needed to find a way to create one that would not do the same thing to us that every other government had done to every other people. So that's what I'm trying to do is get people to a point where they can act because there is an electoral system sitting right there waiting for them. There's no point in telling people to go vote until they understand what it is they need to vote for and what they need to vote against and what the change is that we need. Since Biden will pay for my school to not use it, I would be a fool. I'll get a degree in board history. The Trekkies will think that is cool. Borg history. Trekkies. I get it. Yay! Thank you, Joe Biden, for canceling my student loan debt. Best president ever! Hey, just so nobody has pointed out, one more asinite thing the U.S. government is doing is keeping unvaccinated people outside of this country with that restriction. We're depriving Novak Djokovic from coming and playing tennis in the U.S. Open because he's not vaccinated. But, you know, the border is open with unvaccinated people. And Isn't that classic? Djokovic can't come in to play tennis, but if you want to come in to vote illegally, come on down. Because he's not vaccinated. But, you know, the border is open with unvaccinated people. And through the early parts of the vaccines being released, all the people, all the foreigners that were coming in to get vaccinated in the U.S., um, I personally know at least 10 or 12 South American, Central American people that came here for vacation, the vaccine vacation. So, uh, you know, let's keep voting for Democrats and, and, and uh, keep supporting all those uh, draconic uh, measures.
And uh, maybe we'll all be locked up walking on one side of the street with the same color shirt in about 10 years from now. Juan, how about that? Juan doing a little satire, a little irony, all kinds of fun from Juan. All right, there's our call from Mike Teleska. Mike runs the Independent Party. There is a party in the state called the Independent Party, which is different from being an unaffiliated voter, which people call being an independent, and that causes a lot of confusion for people. Hi, Mike. Welcome back to WTIC. Hi. How you doing, Todd? Do you, uh, do you spend a lot of time explaining the difference between being an unaffiliated voter and being uh, an independent registered voter? Uh, yes, I do. I explain <laughs> to people that it's, you know, there's, there's the independent party and there's unaffiliated voters. You know, it's a little bit different. How long has the independent party been around? Well, the current uh, makeup of the independent party, we got started in 2003. So there's been various other attempted and started and failed and gone away since the 50s. There's been many other groups. So there's been different generations. But never grew and, you know, and fell apart. So what is it you're trying to know about when we we use the name? Oh, you didn't. You didn't know there had been a history. No. What is it that you want to do right now? Because traditionally, I, I understand the Republicans have taken the the line on in your party, but now you want to break it out and, and do your own thing? Is that what's going on? Well, I had a lot of court cases over the last 10 or 12 years over who actually had the right to make nominations in the independent party. There, there was a problem with people creating, petitioning on under the name independent party, and then uh, uh, a faction was issuing them an endorsement letter. And, uh, and they started actually endorsing people in areas where we created the lines. Like, what are you doing? You know? And, and uh, so we had to go to court and settle it. So uh, you're, you're saying that it took a while to get the organization defined and the rules clear because there were factions that were trying to just do their own thing? Uh, correct. Uh, okay. That's exactly what it was. And, you know, eight lawsuits later, eight lawsuits, 12 years, finally got it all settled out. But, uh, but it's uh, a long and involved process. And uh, and uh, uh, the uh, statutes of the Connecticut uh, legislators that they put out are, are not very clear uh, on a lot of issues. So, you know, unfortunately in Connecticut, the uh, they choose to use one set of rules for the major parties, and then eh, just somewhat of the rules for minor parties. And uh, and they we have different access to the ballot according to whether you're a major party or a minor party. And and uh, really, that, that should change. You know, if we have established ourselves as a party, we should have the same access to the ballot as a major party. Especially you mean once once a party is a party, like, like the independent party is a party, it should follow the same rules. Like, everybody should have one set of rules. Right, and they should also let us uh, use the primary system. So we have... Uh, uh, people, uh, you know, in each town that, that have uh, access, you know, to the, use the primary system, use the city facilities uh, to to have our elections, and and uh, and the problems that we're having this latest caucus wouldn't exist. And what uh, you're trying to do, so what you're trying to do right now, and why there was controversy at the caucus this week on Tuesday, is because what? 
Well, it's because we have to use a um, a caucus form of nomination uh, rather than a primary form. And that being having a meeting in a room, and is that what you mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, when you go to a primary, you have you can go to your local polling station. You know, you know some towns have ten of them. You know, in each town, you know, it depends on how big the town is, how many stations you have. But every every town has one or more. Uh, when the and you can come in any time from six a.m. in the morning until eight o'clock at night. Just drop in, do your voting, and go. Mm-hmm. You do a caucus is a whole different thing. You, you got everybody's got to gather at one spot at the same time, yeah, and that makes it very very difficult. So what the independent party does right now to choose a candidate for your ballot is kind of like an Iowa caucus versus the primary elections that we hold for right. president. Right. And this year, so four years ago, Bob Stefanowski was the nominee of your party. How did that happen four years ago? Was it through a caucus like happened this week? Yeah, but you got to take it in perspective. In four years ago, 2018, we finally, uh, a court case that started in the 2016 uh, election cycle. You know, you got to understand state elections are every two years. And, and, uh, a court case that started in 2016, and a lot of times with these court cases, what happens is we just lose the line because the state says, well, you should have settled this in court before. Uh, we already printed the ballots. We were sure what the decision is. Losing the we line meaning line. you don't get your spot on the ballot that you would normally get. Right. And we would also lose that line in the future because we didn't run somebody that time. Okay. Yeah, so it was always, it was always that uh, uh, extreme penalty. Uh, that that would we have to face. So we'd either have to go along with stuff that we didn't particularly want to go along with, or uh, you know, or go to court try to fight it out, and then and then uh, lose the line, even if you win. <laughs> so it was like a, a really tough situation. So in 2016, we had a court case, and we we decided let's let's continue this case. The election's over, damage is done, but let's settle these issues. And that court. That case dragged until 2018. It was finally finished in about January, February of 2018. And we're waiting for a court decision to find out who was really in charge of the independent party. Well, the court took six and a half months mm-hmm. to issue the, the ruling. So you missed when the last finally, cycle. Yeah, and this was during the election cycle. So mm-hmm. when we finally got the court ruling in late July, you know, there was... I believe it late July or early August. I can't remember the exact date right now. But the point is, we had no time to develop our candidates. Uh, at the time, I was wanted, I was Grieber wanted to run on our line, but I told him back in January and February that he should petition himself on because I wasn't sure who was who was going to win this case, and I didn't want to see him spend his time and energy uh, and get hung out to be denied access. Mm-hmm. You know, so when we finally won. The, uh, uh, the case, we had a very small time. We didn't have time to develop our own uh, uh, party member at that point. So we had a, an open caucus. We actually had five people who tried to win the nomination. But uh, Bob Stefanowski was the most organized, and he was able to uh, bring people in, and, and, you know, and he had some help from people within the party. So they got the nomination. You know, and even though Oz Grebo also threw his hat in the ring, he did not have the organization within the 
independent party, his people were not members of the party because they'd done their own thing. So if so, you had had your way four years ago, you wouldn't have had to settle for having Bob Stefanowski have your line on the ballot. You would have, uh, you would have gotten right. Oz Griebel or somebody else on there. Right, exactly. You know, we would have we would have developed the campaign and the and and had uh and had the membership of the party behind behind our our party candidate. So what and, happened uh, this week then that it was that you weren't able to easily and clearly accomplish that with four years of of run up well, to it? Our campaign didn't start four years ago, uh, but what what happened this year? We had our candidate. And I told Bob that we had our own candidate, and we intend to run our own candidate. And uh, even uh, uh, Mr. Lamont had asked, and I told him we had our own candidate, and he said, oh, okay, you know, and he backed off. But Bob would not back off. He says, no, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight for it. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough battle when you're up against somebody who is very, very rich, and money's really no object, as you know, he's, Funding his own campaign, the 10, 14, 15 million, whatever he's going to end up spending. He's got lots of money. We don't have that kind of money. Mm-hmm. And and he was able to scour the state and find people who would support him. There were members of the Independent Party and, and bust them in and wine and dine them at his house or whatever it took. Yeah, and he almost pulled it off. But, you know, we couldn't match that type of. Uh, <laughs> expense to try to bring in people, you know, so we just had to, you know, uh, rely on loyal members of the party to try to make it to the caucus. And uh, so that's, that's why I got so close like it. But, but it, from what I see, it sounds like you somehow didn't do that and you had to vote multiple times in order to well, seal that's, the that's, deal. That's, that now I didn't vote multiple times. And that and that and that's just in uh, uh, twisting the facts, putting it the way that he wants to make a foul. You know. So what um, actually happened? What actually happened is uh, we voted, and nobody got more than fifty percent, and we dropped off the the uh, lowest vote getter, and we do a, a form of ranked choice voting mm-hmm. at our caucuses, and the lowest vote getter uh, Holloway uh, was removed, and her votes. We went to whoever they marked as their second choice. So that's that's really like a second round, and and uh, then we ended up with another tie, and there wasn't anybody else to drop off. And you know, and by that time, people who had already participated in the ranked choice voting assumed they had done their job. I wasn't sure how many people were left in the room. Uh, we had already voted again, and it was time to make a decision. So we went with our party endorsed candidate by the state central committee and and decided we had to declare a winner oh so there wasn't actually a vote at the end it was just you you just picked somebody to be the nominee which is who you had decided you were going to have anyway right right we had to break the tie and 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 uh, let's say the, the bylaws you know we have the ability to make a decision where we're uh where we need to, because they understand we're minor parties. We, we haven't had 150 years of fine-tuning every aspect of our Yes, process. yes, but but why have the uh, caucus at all? Why not just have the Central Committee for the Independent Party choose the candidate and avoid all this hubbub? 
you're, you're, you're forgetting a uh, very obvious, obvious, obvious factor. We had a tie vote. No, no, but I'm saying before, why even have a caucus? Why not just have the central Well, we committee? could do that. We could do that, but we're trying to uh, uh, do a bottom-up procedure, and that's what we were trying to do. We're trying to live up to what we were trying to do. Yeah. And the um, the break of the tie, that was done according to the rules, because I think that's one of uh, Bob's well, arguments. I mean, if you want to talk more about the party, because now that they're... they're uh, Threatening legal uh, litigation. Okay, I don't so really you want to discuss in great detail? Yeah, that's everything okay. that happened because everything I say will be turned against me and juiced and twisted out of fashion. They've already taken quotes that are not a full quote, but just take a part of a sentence and make it sound like I was saying something else. And I'm I'm not really interested. Okay, got in it. Trying this. We've got just a minute left, Mike. Anything you mm-hmm. want to say to people? Well, I mean, it, the, the point is, we're trying to give people a third choice on the ballot. We didn't deny Bob Stefanowski anything. He will be on the Republican Party uh, line. He will be on the ballot. Anybody in the Republic, in the Independent Party who wants to vote for him will have that opportunity in November. The only difference is he wants to keep our, our candidate off the ballot, and that's what he wants to do. And if we're not denying him anything. Being on the second line doesn't really do that much for you. But well, he got didn't he get like uh, didn't he get like yeah. thirty thousand votes last time on your line? Right, but it's still that doesn't mean that that all those votes, you know, that they wouldn't have gone to him otherwise. Still, yeah, they might. They would, if they wanted to vote for him, they would vote for him on the first line. You know, it's just that's not. That's not a, a true indication of, of everything. And besides, even with those votes, he, he still couldn't win. And the truth is, we need to grow our party. And our party doesn't grow getting 1% of the vote, This is basically what he got. All right, Mike Talaska, thanks for being here. Appreciate you taking the time to fill us in. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.